Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where I'm absolutely delighted to be inviting back Kristen Johnson all the way from sunny California, the United States of America. Without further ado, Kristen, very, very warm welcome uh, back to you. Well, I am very happy to be on your program, especially after um, reading your book, Emerging From The Forest. That was quite the quite the emotional journey, I would imagine. It, it was, uh, you were very honest about everything with your wow moments and the, and the beast and the, and the football club and so on. And it was just very, a very moving read. Thank you. And do you know, Kristen, I'd actually forgot <laughs> that I'd sent you that. Um, um, but uh, thank you for reminding me of that because I think that sets quite nicely the you know we've discussed about the title about how we're going to sort of open up the discussion a focal point for the discussion and and it kind of carries on from that really Christine in as much that using social media to make a, a better world because emerging from the forest was all around my calling and this commitment and you know, to, to honour my calling and, and to try and do exactly that, um, make the world a better a better place. So, um, yeah, um, I, I don't really know where we start with this, Kristen, because, I mean, that is such a massive statement and my lack of... Very broad. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. My lack of knowledge around your specialist area, i.e. social media. So it's like, yeah, I'm kind of in your hands on this one, certainly to get the ball rolling anyway. <laughs> Well, sir. Well, certainly, I think that I'm. I'm still learning. I mean, with, with social media, I I know a bit about the etiquette, and I know a bit about, you know, don't do this, don't do that. But how exactly do you use social media to make a better world? To because some people would say, well, it can't make a better world. You know, with all the, with all the nonsense and the triviality that sometimes we share but there's so much good out there that i see and there's so much so many people i know that will only share you know positive or uplifting quotes for example and i mean it may seem like okay okay ex excess of positivity accentuate the positive but i think there when you see so much of the trolling and backbiting and things like things like that and people um, attacking each other or doing all kinds of different things that the positivity is is just so welcome what are your thoughts on that yeah I, I absolutely agree and that's one of the reasons Christine I mean my so personally my social media profile I mean I've got you know all the things in place mechanically but um, I struggle with it. I really do struggle with it for, you know, some of the reasons you've mentioned, which are very powerful reasons. And it's like, you know, if you've got nothing constructive to say, be quiet. You don't have, you know, you don't have to voice your negative and, and sort of negative wouldn't be so bad, I think. But what really kind of frustrates me immensely and steers me away from is the toxic nature of some of people's posts. And you think, wow, this is actually scary that people are, putting that out, you know, okay, they're hiding behind a keyboard, but nonetheless, some of the vitriol and the disgusting darkness that, that people can post and do post, it's like, it's absolutely frightening. And it's, you know, I know social media is a very, very powerful tool and, and it's as only as good as the operator, so to speak. But I don't know. I, I think, you know, when I can only look at this from my, in, in many respects, Christine, from my own perspective, because that's all I'm responsible for, me. And 
you know, when I kind of embrace my vocation, my understanding, my purpose in life, um, and that is exactly what I, what I, you know, what I try to write about in emerging from the forest, and obviously speaking from our hearts uh, before that was exactly that, and so. Um, it's about embracing any tools, any people um, that actually can contribute. And that's, you know, for me, Kristen was around setting that question of, OK, so how can social media help? And, you know, maybe just maybe a more appropriate question between me and you is to to sort of address around, you know, almost put the, the social media element in brackets and sort of ask a well, more... Uh, exactly exactly because like you said it's about it's about the vitriol and it's about but it's about transforming that somehow and it's about seeing honoring people and i have a i have a friend that uh that passed away uh unexpectedly and the outpouring here locally and the outpouring of love for for her and her family was on social media was just unbelievable no no negativity i i don't know why you would have any negativity at at such a time i think people are basically very decent and good but the but the the love was just unbelievable yeah yeah and so maybe as i say christine a more appropriate sort of conversation uh between us is you know around this Okay, so what is it that we can do? Um, you know, there's a lot of, I believe, the world's full of individual, what I call warriors, that are, are doing great things. Um, but I have this very, very strong feeling, and, and it's not an intellectualism, um, Christine, far from it. This, it's beyond a belief. I can't explain it. It's a conviction. Um, it's so hard to define when something is so strong within you and you you know try to label it but it's this you know if, if the risk of oversimplifying it's this very very deep-rooted profound feeling belief call it what you will around all these individual fantastic warriors that are around this globe doing great things how do we unite because i think that united unity, front yes. um unity. unity is just un unbelievable and I think the unity, and I have a friend that likes to say, there's there's no unity without you and I, um, Amy Amy Mosco and she Amy Mosco Copley, and she is just um, absolutely amazing. And I think with being warriors, we have to give our hearts every time we step to that keyboard and it's easy to forget because we are emotional beings, but we're also loving, caring, giving beings. And I and I know you feel that. I know that you say the positive warrior mentality is just so within you, but it encourages you to help other people, help at-risk youth. And when, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you, probably use your social media to help those individuals to inspire them am i right yes um but when i look at the i mean the, the answer that in, in in a very general sense christine is yes but when i look at that in a more detailed face-to-face -face, you know having some real um life-changing results for individuals it's been on that one-to-one -one basis it's been that you know, um, that conversation, that um, that commitment to that journey of self-improvement. Um, so it's 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 a kind of yes, but it's that that need for that time consuming relationship forming, giving love, giving compassion that I don't think social media can do that. No, I, I think you're right. And I think that. To, I think it can enhance and give support to someone, but the real test when when someone is down is pick up the phone, call them, offer to offer to cook them dinner, give them give them love in a 
one-to-one -one setting like you say and just i think we've lost some of that because of all this digital interactions and things like that and certainly a cheering text or social media or email is wonderful but old-fashioned cards letters phone calls visits they're just there's nothing that can replace them what are your thoughts on that I, I, yeah, I, I agree. And you know what, Kristen, I take it a stage further. I mean, absolutely, yes, I do agree with that. But as I say, I, I'd go, I'd go a bit deeper because I, I can't remember whether we, um, you know, we actually sort of went down this line on our uh, first podcast uh, conversation, our first episode. Um, probably not because we was obviously speaking more about your book there. Ain't you got no manners? Um, but. Um, what one of the things that I that I I hold as a belief and a strong belief is the fact that as people, as individuals, we're not broken. We don't need fixing. We're not robots. We're not machines. But I'm going to actually sort of on a more collective yes. basis, Christian, I'm going to contra I'm going to self-contradict there because collectively, I believe the world is broken. And the world does need fixing. And I think there's this cry for change, this radical, you know, there was a, a British prime minister called John uh, John Major that, uh, that I think followed on from Margaret Thatcher in the 80s. And one of his, um, his favourite sayings was, we need to go back to basics. And I think that is true, Kristen, on a world collective basis. I think it's time to, you know, all these selfless warriors around the globe arena rather than this brilliant you know heartfelt and compassionate individual the work they do i think it's time for this collective movement now to get together and say do you know what fear we've had enough we have had enough and we're not having any more of this and we're going to come from a collective place of love because when you look at and i know you've got you know the gun crime situation uh, in the states we've got the knife crime um, scenario over here in the uk Christian, particularly with young people, um, it's fear because people, I think, have lost their identity. Um, you know, there's so much confusion and there's so much anger. People don't know where to turn. Um, and I think, you know, there is that radical, radical movement that's required now to say individually and more importantly, collectively, do you know what? There are choices. There are alternatives. But that's there really for the so you know the social warriors to step up and lead the way and and help people and point them in the right direction and guide them well, and support talk about them. those choices and alternatives from from where from where you see it talk about that and and how um we can social media can be part partly a tool not the whole deal but partly a tool to to balance that because what i see and I'm interested in how it seems to you. What I see is that we try to put out some expressions of love and compassion online. But then one of my tenets is that our online life and our offline life are not separate. So we can't troll other people online and then preach love and compassion in our in our own life and it's easy to it's easy to think when you're behind a computer that you're invincible mm -hmm. but and that nobody will see what you're doing but you know character is what you do when nobody else is watching and the thing about the internet is everything has a way of rising to the surface and getting getting revealed including who we are inside as individuals and we can share that that heart on social media even if it's just to say you know today i will be positive today i will not um uh worry about things today i will not put out something that that doesn't serve humanity what are your thoughts on that yeah um absolutely uh, but I think in many respects, um, Christine, that's kind of almost the icing on the cake or that's the superficial level of things because that deep-rooted compassion 
um, is never going to be given by any, um, not to my way of thinking anyway. And that's, you know, from the work I do with people that are at life's coalface, you know, with these dark, desperate situations and some of the conversations I have. And if I can just set the tone on that, Christian, and go a bit further, um, one of the, you know, there's obviously a lot of words that come back and a lot of questions and a lot of statements and all that kind of, but if I could kind of summarise it in three simple words in terms of, you know, the dark, desperate feelings that a lot of people experience and, you know, you try and inspire them to, you know, to carry on against the odds and all this, this kind of thing. And one of the things that comes back is, as a, you know, and I'm sort of paraphrasing a bit now as a collective, but yeah, but why? Who really cares? Who really cares? And that to me, Christine, over the over the years has been a great insight about that need to say, well, actually, I do for one. And I'm not the only one, by the way. There are millions of others. Well, where are they then? Where are millions they? Millions of warriors. Are are we hidden? Are we working working quietly? Are we uh, are we just uh, working because we don't know if our message will be understood by the world or where where are we? Are we just doing it quietly in our communities, one on one, going into those deeper conversations, having those deeper conversations where uh, and and really connecting with people on a deeper level and a social level and in ter- in, in terms of a community. And, and with community, you know, you talk about online communities and you talk about offline communities and certainly online can help communities be connected, but it's also, but it's also what we do face to face to face, you know, the interactions with neighbors, the, um, the interactions with community organizations. Like I know that you are very deeply into, into charity and just that connection with people where where are they i mean are there just thousands of millions of unsung heroes who are who are doing this and who are just working quietly you know without without props without kudos just trying to change the world from my experience yes is the answer to that in simplistic terms christian the answer is yes and that's exactly my point that I'm saying what is needed now, um, you know, and I've, you know, from writing, from writing that book and from my, or being aware from a very early age. And it's interesting you mentioned that book of mine. Um, and, and if I could write it again, and I'm working on something else now around a working title of who really cares? Um, because the big lesson I've learned, I mean, that book's only what, 18 months, two years old. Um, but there's been a big, big shift in my understanding because to put that in the context of your question, Christine, yes, the, there are immeasurable selfless warriors around this globe, immeasurable. Um, but as a generalization, they, they kind of just get their heads down and get on with it. And because of the selfless warriors they are, they don't want no force. You know, the humility, the compassion, the fire and everything that they, you know, as a, as a, yeah, again, as a generalization that they have those personal, real deep rooted qualities that that calling, if you will, it's like, look, I don't want no force. And I speak, you know, if I can, um, with the, with the utmost humility, that's kind of where I come from. People say to me, Christine, but Paul, you need to be out there on your social media. You need to be. Well, I, find, I actually personally find that a bit tasteless to be telling people, oh, what a jolly good egg I am because I'm helping somebody. It's like, no, just do, to quote Nike, just do it. We don't need to, but actually what I'm having to sort of self-correct on, um, Christine, and backtrack on is actually we do as individuals and collectively, more importantly, we do need to let the world know what we're doing and we do need to answer that all-important question from people in dark places when they say, who really cares? And, and, you know, the social media is is an important part of that. And I'm having to, you know, um, uh, and I'm slowly but surely changed my thinking around, you know, I know how powerful social media is. I've never had any doubts about that. But that kind of, oh, look, just get on with it. Under the radar, 
um, and all that. Yeah, I'm being challenged on that. I need to be challenged. Um, and if the social media acts as a glue to bring those warriors together, to let them know that they've got support within their sort of collectiveness and their focus, um, you know, that there is massively a part to play there, undoubtedly. What that part is, Christine, I don't know. I honestly don't know because the way I look at my personal kind of part in this, this role is to get out to the front, to lead from the front and, and to go into dark places and try and lift things. The more sort of um, technology side of things, it's like, OK, I don't know how to do that. That's that's not the player I am in this in this team. Um, but we absolutely need those players. Absolutely. Well, that's why sometimes working collaboratively is is good because you you bring different strengths to the table and trying to work with the others who others who do excel in this and who do um and, and to seek help and and they probably get help from you because you know sometimes if you're behind a computer all day or or what have you and you're just sharing sharing socially sometimes it can be it can be really you you get caught up in the uh in the optimism and everything like that and you sort of um, need to balance that with the with the real life and the down and dirty and so forth and I, I hate to say down and dirty but you know just getting just uh, rolling up your sleeves but at the same time you need those social media warriors and they're tuned in tuned in too I mean just because they're behind a computer screen doesn't mean they to answer your question who really cares they care Mm. They do. They do it in a different way, but they, but they care. And there are tons of people that will run Kickstarter campaigns and uh, and GoFundMe campaigns and promote it, promote it, promote it. Just trying, just trying to um, get the cause out there because and make sure people's talking about it. People are talking about it because if if nobody's talking about it, it, it you don't. It's like you're not you're not a presence so and there's a lot of noise in social media but there's also you know you pay attention and somehow subliminally we how can i say subliminally we notice what are your thoughts on that yeah um I think it for me, you know, to at the risk of summing it up too simplistically, Christian, it's kind of substance and style. For me, the style is the social media that, that using that very yes. powerful media of okay, this is happening in the world. But that that question for you know for people that are at the the sharp end of life, you know, that who really cares, you know. That needs answering by, you know, that face to face, that time investment, that emotional investment. And I think there's this whole kind of, as I say, to quote John Major, this back to basics approach. And I mean, cultural. And this is not going to happen overnight. This is not a quick fix because, you know, in today's world, um, well, we're led to believe. I know when I first start, started my sort of personal development journey uh, a, few, a good few years ago, I was. I was made aware, Christine, of three influential factors in life that um, that determine um, our paths, all of us. And that's time, and that's love, and that's money. Well, what I've subsequently learned is forget time, because time is a misnomer. Time is time. Yes, we have clocks. Yes, we have watches. But that's an incremental man-made thing that we understand to make appointments with and, and kind of help with little stepping stones to, to guide us through our life. Um, so I... I, Cal I yes, um, calendars and deadlines and, yes. and, yeah. and things, things that help us help us provide, provide structure. But I think in the broader sense, what you're talking about is time investment investing time investing love investing money and sometimes the most precious gift that you can give someone is time whether it's a listening ear on a phone call or or um sitting down or just 
um, making someone a cup of tea or just caring uh, a visit and showing that you have skin in the game. What are your thoughts on that? It is. It is exactly that. It is as simple as that. And and you know everything that I've I'm kind of you know because I'm thinking about this deeply day after day, week after week, month after month. This has been going on for a long time now. You know, and I'm having these conversations, Christine, with Christine with with so many like-minded warriors. Um, you know, um, to the point where th- this collective movement is not far off coming together now. Um, because it is to reassure the people, you know, no apologies, really, for keep repeating that. Who really cares? You know, at the moment, that's kind of just a focus in a marketing sense for the purpose, purpose of social media. What that title ends up being is, is for people with far greater marketing insights. That, in some respects, Christine, doesn't really bother me because um, it it's not at the coalface of life, so to speak. But I know that the contradiction on that is the people with good words. And I love what you said at the top of this conversation. I can't remember the uh, your colleague's name, but when you said there's no unity without you and I, I mean, what a phenomenal insight and, and sort of, you know, dare I say marketing title that is, because it actually holds a lot of water. There's, there's substance and style in that for me. And so I think what I'm becoming increasingly aware of, uh, you know, around the conversations I'm having is around, okay, so we're going to bake this cake, but this is going to be a real cake that's got substance. And then what we're going to do, we're going to get people that are very, very good at putting some great icing on the top. And that is the the latter being the metaphor for, for social media, because that cannot be ignored in today's society. Well, exactly. And with the, with the cake with, and, too many people mistake the frosting for the, for the cake. It's kind of like it's not what you you uh, you get; it's what you give. And in terms of in life, and in terms of yes, we all like to receive, and it's it's important to receive. It's important to receive love. It's important to receive whatever. And and far too many people are are think they can't receive, especially the people who are in those dark places, sharp places, like you say, but they are just, um, how do how do you say this? But it's what you give. It is, Kristen, and I think that's one of the things that um, we've kind of, we've lost the art of that because I think there's this culture now, this global culture of I'm okay, I'm all right, Um I'm playing, I'm playing somewhat of a devil's advocate here, but, you know, when you look back, you know, certainly from, from my, my journey, I mean, I'm, you know, um, I'm nearly 60 now, but when I look back on the way the changes I've seen, not just in my own life, but, you know, society from, you know, as a, a youngster growing up in the desperate sixties, um, you know, the seventies and, and, you know, and the way things have changed and this, there's been this shift to this kind of this community, old school community, you know, being very poor, but being together. Whereas now there's this almost as a sort of I'm OK, I look after number one. And by the way, I might give you a pound or I might not. And, you know, as I say, I am playing devil's advocate because that actually contradicts um, a lot of a lot of those selfless warriors that are out there doing great things. And I think it's, you know, certainly from my own point of view, and, and, and I repeat, I say this from a massive point of view of humility, certainly not any ego about, oh, look what I'm, I'm attempting to do. Um, because I, I have questioned this immensely over the years. Um, and I just keep coming back to, Paul, it's, it's your role, it's your vocation, it's what, you're, it's what you're here to do, it's why you breathe. Now, actually, just get on with it. And so this has been evolving for many years. Um, I can hear that. I can hear. I can hear that this has been evolving, and it's something that you are um, passionate about, and it's the realization you've come to. And I think that that's a natural evolution in the in the journey. And I think that somehow, correct me if I'm wrong, but some of the podcasts, especially some of your repeat guests, uh, have have helped with that. And it, 
that's a form of social media podcasting, but it's a it's a deeper form where you're having conversation just like we are now. So through these conversations, it's like you gain knowledge. You obviously you put out a lot of knowledge, but you gain knowledge too. Absolutely, Kristen. You you've hit it you've hit it absolutely on the head there, and that is the case. And you know, one only has to look at the title of the podcast speaking from our hearts you know that emotional connotation i hope people perceive that as emotional because that's what it that's what it's meant to be but not as i say from some you know gimmicky angle it's like you know the people the guests that come on on this podcast um you know are invited on and and they're only invited on on the basis that they've got some powerful learning to share um, that will benefit humanity um, and and that as that is the common thread of speaking from our hearts, you know. Well, like Elaine Godley, one of your favorite guests. Yes, yes. Um, you know, Elaine's been a very consistent uh, talking about perfect health, for example. But you know, there's been many others. You know, Sherry Sherry Forsyth talking about um, that. You know, that her um, situation losing her young daughter. Uh, prematurely oh. you know um, at a young age and then the fact that um, and, and she's wrote you know she's wrote about this in the speaking from our hearts book Sherry from South Africa um, but yes. also the, the fact that then you know um, Sherry's husband Mike the way he dealt with the death of his daughter he had an affair and he had a bad illness and he was in total denial and you know um and it's what sherry called him then monster man so you know where was this gentleman that i married and where's he gone and he's in this total denial and and he's a he's he's being horrible and and i'm putting it mildly there you know so there's that emotional story um you know i'm just so so honored to you know this this podcast that's kind of that's evolved in my life, in my journey. And, and you're right, Kristen, it is a form of, of social media, you know, from a guy that kind of, and how's this for a limited belief, by the way, I don't like social media. Oh, don't you, Paul? Why have you got profiles all over the place? Okay, you might not, they might not be <laughs> prolific, but you've got them and you've got inspirational quotes out there and a lot of people like them. Not bad for somebody that actually doesn't like social media, Paul, is it? And so... I'm kind of being dragged, Christine, kicking and screaming. Um, yeah, okay, I'm, I suppose then, I suppose. And I suppose it's people like your good self, Christine, that, that's into social media to say, well, actually, Paul, do you know what? You can run a bit faster if you try. Mm, okay, <laughs> watch this space. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's not just about the uh, about the funny videos or the cat videos or or the or the sense of cool tweets that grab headlines and things like that. It, it's about um, it's about sharing what you're doing. And a lot of people, I know that, um, for example, um, Oscar winner, uh, Lady, I mean, Oscar and Lady Gaga, she was um, just um, un- Oscar nominated Lady Gaga. She was unbelievable. She's been unbelievable with, um, her channel kindness foundation and born this way which is active on social media and you know there was a facebook group and i talk about this in my book you've got no manners there was a facebook group that said stephanie germanata you will never be famous and that's lady gaga's birth name and she and her mother run the born this way and channel kindness foundation and you know the people who are who started that Facebook group. Where are they now? Whereas, you know, she's spreading awareness about kindness and youth mental health and so many things. And mm. in an Oscar uh, nominated movie, Oscar winning movie. So it's it's unbelievable. Social media can be a force for good. It's not the be all end all, but it can be. Absolutely, you know, and, and, you know, I suppose just to reaffirm my own position in that sort of, uh, well, I think I've, I've, I've actually said it a few times, ignore it at your peril. It cannot be ignored. It's too big. It's too powerful. But I think for, you know, just from my own personal perspective, Kristen, it's about, okay, so how do we get this massively powerful tool 
as part of a strategy to, you know, it goes back to sort of, you know, the beginning of the title, using social media to make a better world, you know, and that's by having these conversations with people like yourself that's got that more in-depth knowledge, awareness, experience around social media. And as you quite rightly allude to, you know, to use the example of a, t a football team, for example, you know, for example, we'll need somebody in goal, we'll need somebody in defence, we'll need somebody in attack, um, and we're all different kinds of players. There's no right, there's no wrong, um, but put us together and we will make a massive difference. And I think my understanding, my awareness, Kristin, of what this, this need to change this world that's kind of, I suppose, what I'm trying to do now is put together a global team, a movement, not just a team, but a movement to say, do you know what? And I keep going back to that, that working title of who really cares? Because if I've heard that once, Christine, I've heard it a million times and I am not exaggerating when I say a million times. And we... I hear that. I hear the passion in your voice. And I hear that also one of the things that I hear is that even though you write in your book that it was very um this this passion of yours was um for foot for football was a little all-consuming and we all get that it's kind of we all get things that we're obsessed with or whether it's reality tv or netflix or um creating art or, or something like that and it, and it it dilutes our focus it takes our focus away but you know, there's a need for balance. And, but I think one of the things that that football uh, experience taught me was this concept of a team. And there is the team and there is unity and we and we don't do it alone. Mm -hmm. So and to, the, the key is to reach out on social media or in life and then connect with people on social media and, and share and have a network of people that are a team like that that are connecting. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. That's what it's about, you know, and to continue that analogy, Kristin, of that, that football club, um, it is about, we've got that collect, it's, it's about sharing that passion, that collective vision. Equally, we share the values of how we're going to work towards that vision. And, you know, within that movement, and I keep using that word because it is a movement that will grow and grow and grow. But we need all kinds of different players, all kinds of different players, because, uh, you know, my conviction here is for a global one. You know, I want to often sometimes when I'm working with, with clients and say, look, you know, let's COVID like work works, you know, his second habit, begin with the end in mind. Um, and, and Stephen Covey, the late, great Dr. Stephen Covey was a phenomenal influence on me in the early stages of my journey. And so I, I quote him quite a lot. And, you know, so how do we leave the world a better place? You know, um, is ninth habit, is eighth habit, find your voice and inspire others to find theirs. And that was very in instrumental. I'm just one small person, Kristin. So, you know, if these other warriors can start mainly, you know, just through the podcast, start sharing their thoughts, their views, their passions, we can encapsulate that and we can start, you know, the, the person that sits in the corner that may be, you know, suffering from depression because they think nobody right. wants to listen to them. Well, I tell you what, come on this podcast show and, and let's talk because the world does want to listen and the world will listen. But just in as in a social media way, I've kind of been hiding out the way because, oh, I don't really want to get involved in all that modern stuff, unquote. Well, I understand. And it's intrusive. You know, you, you, um, you worry about it taking up too much of your time because it, there are tools for that where it auto automates in you. And the thing about sharing with social media is you do need awareness, but you don't have to over, over promote it. And you do need people talking and engaging. I think I read, uh, and I'm not sure where I read this, but the ideal balance of, for example, Twitter is one third promoting yourself, one third uh, retweeting or sharing things, and the other third is 
conversation, you know, engaging with people. Mm. So if you're, if you're promoting and promoting and promoting yourself, that's all you're doing. That's, that's not the, that's not the total picture. You have to be able to engage and, as one of the people, Holly Griggs Paul, that I quoted in the book says, 140 characters, or I believe it's more now, may not be the best forum for uh, a policy debate or an informed, um, informed in-depth conversation. And that's where, you know, you move it offline. But it seems that we can try to try to do it without overwhelming does that make sense yes it does yeah yeah definitely and i like you you know that's why you know i reach out to people and i had you know um for for guests such as yourself um christian i encourage guests such as yourself to say look you know if there are people that that you you know that you feel would benefit from I don't know, just, just being able to talk or whether that's on a podcast or whether that's quietly in a corner over a cup of tea somewhere, it doesn't matter because the therapy that action and healing that goes with being able to reach out and, and talk to a fellow human being, I think is dramatically underestimated. Um, and certainly to a lot of conversations I have with people uh, back in the UK that uh, currently find themselves homeless. And, and, you know, yet again, Christine, no apologies for repeating those immortal they're kind of ingrained with me. Who really cares? Who really cares? Well, and it's so easy it's, it's to to say, I can't do anything about this. I can't make a difference. I mean, it is it is overwhelming. I've, I've had conversations with people, for example, about the homeless issue, and it is completely completely overwhelming to because it's it's such a multi-pronged problem you know you see for example um, I, I don't know if it, it, this way in the UK or or if your friends say that but it's you see uh, in cities in California and things like that and it's just um, it, it, it's just overwhelming and it's a problem with a lot of a lot of moving parts and a lot of those parts are human so it's just uh and people think well i can't do anything about it it's too big a problem for me but it just to start with compassion and to help people yeah yeah it's uh and it has to you know and it's you know when we say start from there Christian, actually, it's so much more than there, you know, and I keep going back to that back to basics thing. I think there's this whole kind of movement, that word again, where we need to re-educate and, and, and sort of lead from the front, but not just sit and sort of preach around this, that and the other. Actually go out there and show with love and compassion. And yes, the social media will propound that 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 message of, you know, love over fear at the risk of oversimplifying it. And, you know, yeah, again, Christine, it seems like I'm going like a, a broken record. I'm going round and round and round in circles. But to actually prove, to prove to people that people actually this world, for all its dramas, all its darkness, do you know what? In the morning, there will be daylight. And it's that hope word, really, as well, that a lot of people have lost their way. Um, and we're not just talking... A, you know, about a, a fraction of, of, of the global community that, you know, may find themselves homeless. Obviously, that, that goes across many frontiers, whether that's people that's given up because of cancer, because of addiction, because whatever it is. I mean, the labels are immense. Um, and I hope I'm not trivializing that by saying labels, but I'm trying to make a point that, you know, the situations that, you know, we're, we've all got massive challenges. It's how we deal with it that... Um, that, that really matters and so, so many Agreed. people um, feel that they're on their own Christian and that's kind of I think where it's led me to say okay you don't have to be on your own because I know there's a lot of hell of a lot of good warriors you know I've been fortunate I've traveled several countries and and, and I've had first-hand experiences um, with, with these people I've seen the whites of their eyes um, and you know it's it's about we need to bring that together now it's 
you know, this world is crying out for hope, for love, for compassion. And I believe now the time, that time is it. Have I got all the answers? I haven't got a fraction of them, but I just feel this massive, massive pull in a certain direction. And yes, for people to show you know, it's great, Kristin, that, you, you know, your good self has, has been sort of led down this path. And we, you know, this is our second conversation now. You know, we don't know individually and collectively what that will end up looking like. We don't. But this is what brings in faith to me. I've got the faith to know that warriors are being presented now and somebody somewhere, it might be just a comment. It might be something much more. I don't know. And at this stage, I don't need to know because I've got the faith to know that we will absolutely make a difference because the world needs it. Well, I think that's optimism because uh, that optimism is important. Yes. And I think, you know, when we look at the leverage as to why people will change, you know, and I'm talking collectively, obviously, again, Christine, but I think the world is sick and tired and that enough is enough battle cry is becoming more and more and more prevalent. So it's not that we're looking to, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we had change? This, this is not about being nice. This is about being desperate because so many people are in are suffering so many people through that that desperate darkness that they find themselves in for whatever reason so i'm definitely picking up that that uh, that is a because because you are in the trenches that's that's something that's that's uh passionate you're passionate about that you're you're really plugged into and that's really speaking from the heart that's really pulling at you throughout this entire conversation i've been feeling that that is, that that is pulling and, and you're driven to make a difference to help not only uh, the individual people that you need to uh, ask you who cares to who really cares not only those people but also the collective uh people and i can I can sense that, and, it, and it's very, uh, with that kind of passion and conviction, I think that that's where you become a warrior. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, first of all, Christine, you know, I've, um, I humbly acknowledge your, you know, your thoughts around that, your feelings around that, I really do. Um, but, you know, I suppose it goes back to what we said um, you know, earlier on um, in the in the conversation around, um, you know, selfless warriors, they just do it. And, and you know, I'm there are millions of, of, of selfless warriors, but, you know, at the risk of sort of repeating it over and over again, it's it's time for collectiveness now. And that's why I loved what you said yet again at you know, the top of it. There's no unity without you and I. And that, you know, honestly, inadvertent. If I could have asked you, Kristin, uh, at the end, okay then, Kristin, which I'm going to ask you to do in a moment, but if I could have asked you to, Kristin, so what a fascinating conversation, truly. Um, can you sum it up for us, please? How would you sum that up? For me, Kristin, um, I couldn't have even dreamt of summing it up better in those few words, but... Um, there's no unity without you and I, but I am going to ask you to sum up. You know, basically, obviously, you've 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 been a fantastic uh, guest as as you was the first time. We've shared some great, I believe anyway. We've shared some great sort of emotion, some great reality about life. Um, but I'd like you, Christine, to have the last word on that, and and um, whatever that may be, that's not for me to frame. I I think. That, that it is time to just look beyond our, and, it, and it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -day where everybody's trying to survive, everybody's trying to, trying to make a difference, everybody's caught up in their own individual, individual worlds. But I really believe that we do hunger for connection and we do hunger for uh, feeling that not only that, someone cares but that we make a difference i think that we want to matter and you know no unity without you and i you 
have to feel like what you're doing makes a difference, whether it's on a computer screen or offline and using them, uh, interacting with, whether it's Big Brother, Childline, um, Habitat for Humanity, all the, all the wonderful organizations in the world, you have to make sure that you matter. I think that's one of the things that people want. And I know that, you know, people have bills to pay, people have uh, families to support, and that's, and that's noble too. And, and that's a form of mattering as well. But I think also that there are many people in the world that want to really, really, really make a difference. And, uh, and we make a difference every day in our lives. We just don't know it. And it's time to kind of amplify that and, and say, I do make a difference. I make a difference with my family. I make a difference with my community. I make a difference with my work. I make a difference, but I'm standing up and being counted and saying, you know, let's make a difference together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. On that poignant note, Kristin, um, all that remains for me now is, is, is to repeat and express my sincere gratitude for being part of this, what I've found to be uh, personally an emotional and uh, massively heartfelt conversation. So I, I really do... Um, I do thank you immensely for that, and um, yeah, maybe maybe there's you know we need to regroup and have a another another conversation about this some other time. But um, yeah, I intend to leave it there, Kristin, unless there's anything else that you feel strongly that you want to add. Well, I I just want people to go out there and have a day that matters, and just gain some uplifting words and, and and inspiration and call to action from your wonderful podcast thank you and and you know i suppose the message my my parting shot uh, before we sign off uh, to people that might be struggling and, and and might be in a dark place at the moment is this um and i'll go back yet again to the three letter question who really cares do you know what world there are this world is filled with selfless warriors just reach out and because, you know, by speaking from your heart, you're going to be heard. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.